Okay, we are towards the end of the Maimer Vayiba Yema Shmini. We'll be starting a new Maimer today. We mamash have a few lines left over here. I think we're at the last line on page Kuf Mem Zayin. Makpizayi Shlavaya. Right? Yes. Okay, so we learned over here yesterday a very, very interesting thing, Binigeya, to why Shemen Zayis was chosen for the Menayra and the Besamikdash. The Rebbe brought that it says in the Medrish that because the Zayis tree at the time when the Yoyna went out to see if the world is ready for, for Noyach to come out into it and to, to build back the world, so it's the Zayis tree that offered up its leaf even though, because of this, it sacrificed its own being. That tree never grew again. Okay, the Medrash is metaiket from the Lashon of the Pasuk, Vinay al-Azai is toraf b'fiyah. Toraf means he kotal, he killed that tree. So the al-Azai is, this tree gave up its own existence, it sacrificed itself for the purpose of the whole world. So this is the Indian of Mesiris Nefesh that uh, the Zayis tree has. And therefore the Shemen that comes from Azayis is the Shemen that's used in the base of Mikdash to illuminate the entire world. That's the Nakoda that we learned yesterday. Very, very interesting Madrash. It's connected here, as I mentioned yesterday, to Kapitel Numbeis, which was a Kapitel that the Rebbe began saying that year in Tavshin Yud Gimel. So the Rebbe continues and concludes the Indian here regarding the Beis HaMikdash. Valpizet, last line. So this is the connection of the Zayis, the Aleph, for the Beis HaMikdash, the whole point of the Beis HaMikdash is that you build a Beis HaMikdash to bring into the dwelling of the Shekhinah in it. To bring, to draw down and to reveal the godly light here in this world below. Chazal tell us regarding the Menayda that they use the Shem Zayis for, for, for to light the Menayda the point is to bring the Shekhinah down in the Beis HaMikdash, and then from there, that the light disseminates to the entire world. The light disseminates to the entire world. So to bring down such a great revelation, that it should be here below. It has to come from a very deep level, from Atzmi, from the essence of the light. As we learned earlier in the Maimer, that only the level of Avayad is able to break through all boundaries and the curtains and the separations that exist to bring it down here below. So therefore they used what kind of oil? Oil that comes from an olive. Because this olive is connected to the essence of the light of, of the Avayi de Leila. Where do we see this in the olive that is connected to this level? The Lashon the Medrash says regarding the olive that it offered up its leaf in order to bring back light into the world. Everyone, Noyach and his family, were all sitting in the Teva, in the darkness, and they weren't sure if they could leave the Teva. So the Zayas is the one that caused to bring light back to the world. And therefore, it's this olive that's used also to bring light into the world through <coughs> lighting, lighting it in the midnight in the base of Mikdash. Okay, the Rebbe concludes there. Omnam chinas shmini hu akinas sheyimaisa mashiach. As we mentioned earlier, so the day the yom shmini, the number eight, is related to the harp that's going to be in the base of Mikdash in the times of Mashiach, shuhushal shmeinanimit, which has eight strands in it. Avul kinas de laosid, but it also says that after yimaisa Mashiach at a later time period, yishal asadanimit. 
They're going to add another two strands. It's going to be of ten strands. So here the Rebbe, very bekitzer, explains the difference between the number of eight and the number of ten. The Shmini or Bechinas Bina. Shmini is the level of Bina. If you count, starting from Malchus, from below, going, working your way up in the Sphiris, so you go from Malchus, you come to Bina, that's uh, the eighth Sphira. Or it's the level of eight. Or maybe it refers, uh, uh, I mean, if you count from, not sure, I mean, uh, if you count from the end, you come to Bina, it's, it's number nine. But uh, it says Shmini goes on the level of Bina. Even though the number of Shmini, which is the level of Bina, so Bina really, in general, does include all three levels of Chachma, Bina, Das. However, the other levels of Chachma, Bina, Das are all Behelem in this level of Bina. What's revealed in the level of Shmini is just the level of Bina. Aval, there's no Hezbeh Barichis here. I can't uh, tell you right now what's the... The point of this Indian. So I'm just going to read the words and uh, we'll see what it says. The harp lost love will be of 10 strands. That not only the level of Bina, but the essence of the three levels of Chachma Bina Das will be revealed. So when the Rabbi says the etzem of the Gimoration, it does not refer to Chachma Bina Das itself, but it refers to Chachma Bina Das on a much higher level. The etzem of this Gimoration. Therefore, Rashi says, This day, which was Rishchidosh Nisan, is a day that there are ten crowns on this day, for the ten different events that took place on this day. The revelation of the glory of the Ebesha on this day, because it's a day that there are ten crowns on this day. That even though on a revealed level, it's only Bina or whatever was revealed at that point when the Shechina came down, but the day has in it Eser HaTores because there is, at least Behelim, all ten levels, including the Gimelodation. And therefore, when Moshe Rabbeinu calls, he doesn't only call Aaron and his children, but he calls Aaron and his children and all the Zikni Yisrael. He brings down the revelation then. In all Yidin, Kifishi is Gale, Mehede Viemenu, Al Yide Mashiach Tzitkeno. Maybe that's why Bina is eight, because Achim Bina and Das, they're all one. Okay. So you have seven starting from Malchus. Yeah. And then you go up to Bina. It's, it's, that's the eight. So if you all, skip all Das, it's of Apashis, you're right. Yeah. Right if you skip Das, it says many times that Das is not counted. It says in Kabbalah, Mokim Shah Das Nimne. Das is a sphere, which is just sort of a hiskashus, connecting Chachma and Bina to the Midas. So if you don't count Das, so then Bina is number eight. Yeah, that's probably the Pshad. Right, okay, I understand, right. Okay, so we're ready to start a new Maimer. Okay, so just a warning sign for this Maimer. Big warning sign. This Maimer is way, way up there. Okay. Well, it has a little bit of a vayda all the way at the end of the Maimer. Huh. The very last, uh, last two ICS, Birinim Bavayda, a nice hay and further. But until until there, this Maimer is oh straight up there in the Kabbalah and in the Eilus Yainim. And uh, I'll try to translate and explain whatever is possible. But I'm, tell, I'm just telling you, it's, it's uh, you not push it. Did I have to decide to say this, Mimer? So it's uh, Titus Emma, so we're going to learn it.
Let's go. You come to the land that I will give you. So then you have the mitzvah of Shemitah, which is the, the year that we're in. So it's uh, timely to learning, learning the Maimah for this year. And you do, the land has to rest on Shabbos for the Eibishter. And then Umam Shech Bekosov, later the Pasuk says that six years you plant and you feel, six years you prune the vineyards, and you gather all the produce. On the seventh year, it's a Shabbos Shabbos and it's rest for the land. So the question on this Pasuk is, which the Alter asks, and the Maimer, the Mashmos HaKosov, it seems from the language of the Pasuk here, immediately, when you enter into Eretz Yisrael, that you have to rest in the land. The land has to rest. But this is not the case. First, they worked in the land for six years. Only afterwards, the seventh year, you come to rest. As the Pasuk specifies afterwards. Six years you work. So if that's the order of the way things happen, the question is, why does the Pasuk say, <coughs> sorry, that when you come into Eretz Yisrael, the mashma, so from the language it says there, it seems, that right when they come, that they have to rest in Eretz Yisrael. I mean, really, if you think about it, another way to ask this question is that the Pasuk seems to be repeating itself. <clears throat> if the Pasuk afterwards specifies and says, that you work six years, and then so why does it have to say in the beginning? That's extra. Just tell me the order of the way things will be. The fact that the Pasuk starts off right away saying it makes it sound like that you have to rest immediately, which is not the case. Another question here is, regarding Shemitah in general. So the way the Pasuk puts the mitzvah here is, that the land has to rest. <coughs> what does this mean that the land is the one that rests? The land is, the, is not the one that's being commanded to rest. So the language of the Pasuk is not understood. All mitzvahs are commanded to the, to the Yidin, to people. That it's the land that, ha- that is resting. So from the language of the Pasuk, it seems like that it's not speaking to the people. That the farmers that are working in the land, that they should rest from their work in the land. It's not what the Pasuk says. It doesn't say, The Pasuk is saying that the land itself has to rest. That the land itself requires this rest. Why does the Pasuk use this language? That's the Shailer. Okay, Alpi Nigla, there's a whole Shaila about this. When you get to the mitzvah of Shemitah, whether the main mitzvah of Shemitah lies upon the people, is the point of the mitzvah that the people should rest, or is the main point of the mitzvah of Shemitah when you get to the actual physical land itself? There's even in the Taimeya mitzvahs of Shemitah that's brought, that one time of the mitzvah is to remind Yidin that David should created the world. So you work in the land for six years, but then one year you have to stop working to remember that whatever you had for those six years is not really an outcome of what you did. It all really comes from the Eibishter. So the point of the Schmidt is for the people, that they should remind themselves. 
But the Rambam, I believe, in Moira Nebuchim says, V'shof Sa'aretz, that this is the Seder for the benefit of the land itself. That six years the land could produce, but then the seventh year, it needs rest. The land itself needs that rest in order to be able to produce better the following six years. So the point of the mitzvah is for the land itself. <coughs> okay, that's Alpinigla. But the Rebbe will explain over here, what's the reason the Pasuk uses this expression of Veshav Sa'aretz, that the land itself has to uh, stop working. It almost seems like that the second question answers the first question. The first, que- the first Pasuk where it says Veshav Sa'aretz, so it's talking about the land itself. And then when it says, Ubashona Shviz, Shabbos and Yilo Oretz, over here it doesn't speak about the land itself. The second time here, the Pasik is speaking to the person. And it's telling you the order of how, how you should go about the years in Eretz Yisrael. Six years you should work in the field, and then the seventh year is a Shabbos, and therefore you shouldn't work. So it seems like you have sort of two aspects of Shemitah that this Pasik is speaking about. Okay. So to understand this, Yeshlevayet, Chilo, Maimer, Azoya, Parshish Yisrael. We have to first explain a statement that the Zoya says in Parsha Yisrael, which is a Parsha, the Kabbalah Satayre. The reason why the Rebbe begins with this Parsha of Kabbalah Satayre is because, as you can see here, this Maimer was said, Parsha's Bahar, Bahar Bukhakai but it's also Shabbos Mavarchim Sivin, which is preparing for Matan Tayre. So the Rebbe begins with a Maimer Azoya. So the Zoya there says as follows Is Melech, there is a king, Vikoyin Meshamesh Tuchuse. And then below this king, a level below this king, there's a kayin that is serving. And you have this level of a king and a kayin below him that serves, you have this above and and you have this below as well. So what is this level of a king that exists above, that is, is higher than that, that, that you have a melech and then a kayin? So what's this level of the melech above? The iu raza, the kaydish akadashim. This is the secret of Kaidesh HaKadoshim. As we'll see later in the Mimer, it'll be explained what this refers to. What's the, what's the secret of Kaidesh HaKadoshim? And then below the level of the king is Kayin. There's a Kayin that serves. What is this? Raza the Er Kadma. This is the secret of the first light, of the first revelation. The Kameshamesh Kameh. That serves in front of the level of the Melech, in front of this king. And Veda Iu Kayin, this is the Kayin, the Ikri Godel, this is the Kayin Godel. Right? There's, there's different levels of Kayin, but there's the Kayin Godel. Sitre the Amina. And the Kayin that serves below the king is related to the right side. The Tzada Yamin is related to the, the Sphiris Lamaila. You have the Tzada Yamin, Tzada Smoil, Tzada Mtsoi, the Kava Mtsoi. So the Kayin is related to Chesed, as it always says. The Kayin is, is, is connected to Chesed, the Kayin benches Yidin with, with Ava. So over here it also says that the kain is the kain gadol especially is sitra the yamina. So this is the inyan of the melech leela. This is the level of the melech above kaidish kadoshim, and then the kain, the kain gadol that's below this king, is erkadma, the early, the, the first revelation, which comes from tzadah chesed. Now the, the, this, this is the touch of the words of the Zaya, but we'll see. The Rebbe will explain everything. <coughs> right side on the right side. Then Ismelech Lesata, there's a king below. The He is similar, this Melech below is similar to the Melech that is above. And the desire doesn't spell out what it refers to. It just says that the Melech below corresponds and is a reflection of the Melech that exists above. And Tchusei, below that level of a Melech here below, is Kayin the Mishamishle. There's a Kayin that serves him. Which this is Raza the Michal Kana Rabba. 
Malach Mochal, which is called the Kana Rabba, he's also called a Kayan Gadol. So that's what this king refers to, to the, the, the Kayan Gadol above, Mochal, Malach Mochal. Shemakriv, Neshomis, Hatzadikim, Algabe, Amizbeach. Mochal, his Aveda, Lamaila, is to bring Karbanis as well. What is his carbon? He elevates the Neshomis of Tzadikim on the Mizbeach that exists, Lamaila. That's the level of Mochal. This concept is actually brought also in, in Gemara that uh, there's a concept of Abes HaMikdosh uh, Lomailah and there's the Mechol, there's the Malochon Lomailah that are Makrev Karbonis and they're Makrev Karbonis from the Avedah of Yidin below especially the Avedah of Tzadikim and they elevate and they bring the Neshamas of Tzadikim as Karbonis on a Mizbeach Lomailah so that's the level of the Koyin Lomailah that's below the, this king but this, this level of Koyin here that we're speaking about this is actually the lower level of the Koyin Mechal, Malach Mechal is the lower level of the Kayin. The higher level of the Kayin, that desire says is Raza the Ur Kadma. That's the secret of, of the, the first revelation that comes after the Melech, that's Kaidish Akadashim. Okay, this is the Zaya, this is the translation. Now, what is this referring to? So, what the Zaya is talking about over here is as follows. When the Zayir says that there's a level of a Melech that's above, the higher level of the Melech. So in the Mekubalim, when they explain the Zayar, there are two different interpretations what level the Zayar is referring to. So one Pshat is, the level of Melech Leila, the king that's above, it's the level of Malchus of Odin Kadme. Adam Kadmain is the first place, the first level that's right after Tzimtzum. The beginning of all of Seder Shalos is Adam Kadmain. Adam Kadmain is where you have the entire Seder Shalos with all the details that will follow later from higher than Atzilus, Atzilus, Briye, Yitzira, Asiya. Everything is all included and encapsulated in one and in one level, in its potential state, and in a form where it's removed completely from being developed into, and into each level where it actually comes down to exist in, in its place. <coughs> That's, generally speaking, <coughs> what Adam Kadma refers to. And the Rebbe teaches this. Adam Kadma Shimach Shavak Duma. That's the very first thought, Kaviyachal, that the Ebishta has, Shalomayla, Meseder Eshtalshalos. That's above all the Seder Eshtalshalos that follows after that. So before Tzimtzum, there is no machshave that relates at all to Seder Shalos. Before Tzimtzum, what's the Lashon that it says in the Zayar? That is that the infinite light of the Ebishter fills the space, meaning there is no ability to Bechlal think, that there's no space Bechlal for anything outside of Avalakos, of Bligvol, of the Ebishter himself. Then there's the Tzimtzum. Tzimtzum removes, or at least conceals, that reality. And now... What emerges is a new Mitzis. Now at that, the beginning, the very first level, the very first opening of that new level, it starts with Machshav Akduma. With now, the Ebishter has the, the very first thought about creation. And that first thought is Kailul, everything that happens in everything in the entire world until the end of history, until the end of times. This is an expression, the senior of Machshav Akduma Da'ak, is used many, many times in, in Sikhis and in places when you talk about different events and things that happen to people. So the Lashon that's always brought is that it's all predestined and it's all there in Machshava Akduma Da'ak. You heard this expression? It's all, it's all there in Machshava Akduma. So this is, this is David's very first Machshava before the entire Seyed Rishtal Shalos. 
Hainu, so in other words, this is the Madrega Hayyasan Ailis Shabba Malchus. This is the very first level in Malchus. There's no level after Tsimtsum, there's no level that's above this level of Machshav Akduma, and therefore this is considered to be the highest level of Malchus. Why Malchus? Because the point of Sphiris and Malchus, or the concept of Malchus, even before you speak about a particular Sphira of Malchus in the world of Atzilus, but what does Malchus mean? Malchus means that this is the beginning of where there is a connection to Azulas, to someone that you govern over. A Melech Boloyam. There's no concept of Malchus if there's no people, if there's no nation that the king governs over. So the, fir- the very first level, the very first machshava, which is the beginning of the a concept of Malchus, where the Abishter begins thinking about the existence of the world, is, is here, is this, this level. So this is the Melech Ilah. That's why the Zayar refers to it as the highest level of Malchus. The Zayar continues and says... The Iuraza, the Kaidish Akadosh. This level of Malchus is also connected to the secret of Kaidish Akadoshim. What is this expression of Kaidish Akadoshim? Who Bikinas Akesar? So Kaidish Akadoshim refers to the level of Kesar. Why is Kaidish referred to as Kaidish Hakadoshim? A double level of Kedusha. Kidua, because it's known, Shekadoshim, the plural term of Kadoshim, Hem Bikinas Chachmo Bine refers to Chachma and Bine. And the level of Kesel, which is above Chachma and Bine, and is the source of Chachma and Bine, that's referred to as Kedush HaKadoshim. It's, it's the, the level that's holier than, than the Kedusha of Chachma and Bine. Right, so in Chesidus it says that Chachma and Bine is considered to be Kedoshim, because just like in a person, the Meichen of a person is removed of his relation to others, the, the meichen of a person, chachma and bina, is when a person thinks about things objectively and he's not affected, he's not the spall of what anything else goes on around and what people say and so on. That's the concept of chachma and bina. So therefore, chachma and bina itself is the union of kadash. That's why it says when the Abisha created the world, what's the shaydish of the bria? Sheishas yomim, which are the six midas that follow after chachma and bina. Chachma and bina remains removed. This is in the Bamitzvah Maimah. We say, Aleph chachachma, Aleph chabina. Chachma and Bina is Alpayim Shona Kodma That remains removed from the world. That's Kadoshim. But then they have Kaidish Kadoshim, which is Kaser, which is even above Chachma and Bina, which is even further removed of the Metsiyas of the world. So this level of Kaser is connected to the Machshava Akdum Da'ak of Adam Kadmin, the Malchus. Okay, so that's the Melechilon. And then you have the Kayin that's below this, the Kayin that serves below this level of Melech. The Kayin, or Bechinas Chachmedatzilus. Kayin over here refers to the level of Chachmedatzilus. Why is Chachmed, how is Chachmed related to the Kayin? It says in the Zayr that, that the Kayin is the one that serves on the right side, Sitra di Amina. And it says there in the Zayr that the, 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 uh, the level of the Kayin here is the Ur Kadma, it's the first level of revelation. So why is this Chachmedatzilus? Chachme is the beginning of the Kava Yemin, of the Sphiris on the right side, which is Chachme, Chesed, Netzach, Miyamin. The three Sphiris of Chachme, Chesed, and Netzach line up one below the other on the right side. That's why the Kayin is, is called the Isha Chesed, because he's, he, he's related to the Sphira of Chachme, which is the source of Chesed. Chachma is the source of Chesed, Bina is the source of Gvura, and then you have, yeah, that, you can line up the spheres in one long line from Chachma to Malchus, or you can line them up in three lines. Chachma, Chesed, and Netzach is on the right side, 
Then you have on the left side, Bina, Gvura, and Haid. And then in the center, you have Das, Teferes, Yisaid. Right? Chachme is when you have an opening. Chachme is when you have that spark, that, that, that idea, that opening. That's the source of chesed. Bina is where a person is more critical. He dissects and thinks about the details. He's more judgmental. That's the source of gvura. So you see the, the, the difference in the, in the focus of these spheres. So Chachme, which is the source of chesed, is the Kayin, which is Mishamish, which is, so to speak, the level that's below the level of Melech, which is uh, the Keser and then Adam Katmain that's higher than Atzilus. That's the Taich of Desire. Okay, it's the middle of the Indian air. We'll continue tomorrow with Hashem. So there's tense words in Akh.